This is Werewolf the Podcast, a podcast about the role-playing game, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Have you heard of high-level games? If you're a content creator looking to make your dream a reality, you need high-level games. High-level games does layout, editing, and development support such as Kickstarter and more. Even if you're not a creator and just want to enhance your game with exciting new supplements, go to highlevelgames.ca and check out Dark New England for V20. High-level games. We want to help you level up your role-playing game. Highlevelgames.ca Welcome back to A World of Rage, Episode 2. I just look over at the new cob as, like, really intently. My green eyes just growing a little bit more intense. It's like, do you know what the War of Rage was? Have you ever heard of it? No, no, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's okay, I think it's a war. Um, it is. So, it is. It's, um, it's where we lost our way. Our most yeah. ancient mistake. And the one war. that we are trying to fix today. The War of Rage was... Perhaps, my, my, my silver friend, friend, you are about to explain to a cub who does not know or has only just been explained what moon he was born under. Perhaps there are maybe a simpler thing to explain first, if you, if you do not mind. Not at all. Not at all. Actually, it's a very good point is let's go over some more fundamental questions with, the young, with our young friend. So, Thomas... I was about to briefly explain what the auspices are, but we have a representative of each auspice here. So let them explain their own duties. Perhaps we, since you're the questioner, you're the ragabash, you are the scout and the one who knows, who finds the new ways. Perhaps speaks with the winds, I believe your name was. I still don't know everyone yet. Thank you. I know that there are cats and rats for sure. I think the boars and bears were destroyed completely. But anyway, I am a crescent moon, a theurge, and it's my duty to manage relationships between our pack and myself and the spirits that we seek guidance and um, blessings from, more or less. As you speak, I'm just going to cross off a, a word on, that was on the list of things to ask about. The important thing to remember is that it's... I manage relationships. I don't just cherry pick benefits for you to manage yourself. As Speaks With Wind is speaking, the wind in the area around you seems to pick up and butterflies flow around to them. That is a common thing whenever he speaks. Like some sort of animal or spirit creature appears and is present. Thomas, we are in the Umbra. We are in the land of the spirits. And here in the Umbra, our Theurge is our most valued guy, for we are in a foreign land, and he knows the language. I'm going to reach out and hold one of the butterflies and whisper to it. Alexander, I believe you are of the Half Moon. I am. I, I am a Philodox. And I'm just watching this whole thing, and just kind of like with a little smirk. So I, I look at uh, TJ and go, yes, I am a Philodox I'm a judge. So as you can probably guess by my demeanor, every decision we make, Every action we take needs to be judged. Wade, that's what I do. I'm not necessarily the most fun person in parties, but if we're going to live up to the gravity of what we have, we have just been tasked with, we need to carefully consider every single decision we make. And I'm looking at every one of them. Once again, my eye is just very intent, very emerald green. And I'll make sure each of you weighs your actions 
or I'll weigh them for you. Horax nods his head to Alexander and gives his beak a click. Very well said. Then he looks over to TJ and sort of crooks his head a bit as he's perched on Edward's shoulder, looking to TJ. If you have anything, any shame, anything holding back your heart, you need to let those go. Things that you take for granted in the mortal world have bigger weight here. And with this community, they are very real things. Thoughts can be very real things. And doubt will destroy you. You should be true to yourself. Look to your compatriots here. They all represent the finest attributes of the werewolf. Look to them, ask questions, and be true. No secrets. As the moon waxes, it would come to me next. I am a Gallier. I am the living memory of our nation. I am told to sung, sing the songs and tell the stories and remember what we have done and praise what we will do. Part of my auspices roles include teaching and bringing the memory of the past into the present. So if I seem a bit pedantic from time to time, uh, my apologies, but I want to make sure that we learn from the past, but we aren't beholden to it and we aren't afraid to make our own future and that we must learn how we do what we will. And part of my duty is to sing the songs of our pack and tell others of the great things we are to do and we will do. And I look forward to weaving a tale of glory and honor and wisdom for all of us. And then as the moon waxes fully, it comes to our warrior, and a gesture towards Zach. My friend is right, that I'm a upperclassman at the United States Marines Military Academy in Alto, Texas. I was born under a full moon. It was mentioned earlier that Gaia chose the Guru to be her warriors. The Arun are the ones that know battle the best out of all the auspices. That doesn't mean that any of the rest of you or my friends here can't fight. That's not right. They can. The Gaia made the Garu capable of fighting for her. But my job is to make sure that in battle, a pack works together. We are as much wolves as humans, as much spirit as man. And when in a battle, the greatest strength that the Guru has is working together against enemies that might, if one were alone, be, be able to outmatch you. But as a pack, that's the whole point. Working together, fighting for Gaia. So yeah, a full moon, they're the warriors. I kill when I have to, but... Edward mentioned about deed names. My deed name came from making sure that my pack didn't just mindly, mindlessly go and burn a rather tainted set of people in the woods. Because that would have hurt the woods as well. It would have burnt down a lot of the forest. So you find new solutions, ways of fighting that don't necessarily mean going in through the front door, all guns blazing. He speaks wisdom. We are mighty warriors. Our war form makes us powerful, but there are many things in the world which can threaten us. And we must use our all the gifts that Gaia gave us intelligently and capably together. So if we have to deal with spirits, stand behind him, and I'll point to speaks with wind 
if we got to get into a fight, stand behind him, points to Zach, and then and if someone has to talk, let one of you two handle it, pointing to Edward and Alexander. That sounds about right? That's a fair estimation of it, yes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Do you have... You were born under the questioning moon, and you, from my understanding, have got little opportunity to ask those questions. What else do you not understand about being who and what we are? Uh, so there was tribes. People said children of Garu, and there was a bone something and silver fang or whatever. That I, I, I don't know what any of those mean. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll 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 uh, speed you up. So do a little bit of that oh no we will but we don't know when they'll be back so it's best to well just do a brief overview we have time so if you're you're born on two legs you were born a human like most of the rest of us here that's your breed your yeah. office is the moon you're born under which is your duty under gaia uh-huh your tribe is basically your extended family it's the people who you're related to by most closely by blood and you're tied together by a spiritual heritage. Usually it's under one of, and usually you are accepted by one of the great totem spirits. Every tribe has a totem spirit protecting it, just like every pack has a totem spirit protecting it. So you're, as you haven't been initiated into, you haven't completed your rite of passage, you're not considered to be fully initiated to a tribe, but you do have, but you do have family. Your, inher- your inheritance, your kinfolk, your tribe is more than just those who are fully guru, but also those who are related to the guru, our kinfolk, those who are relatives who didn't change. We're all part of the same tribal family. There are at present 13 extant tribal family that exist within the nation that are protected by a great spirit. There were 16, but we've lost, we've lost two to stupidity and one to the worm. Um, we are each of these tribes has a name and a heritage, a specific tribal totem that protects it, and most of them a long history with the others. And we can choose to uphold that tradition or work against it if we need to. Um, my family in particular are the Silver Fangs. We have drawn our name and our history. Silver is usually an honorific within the nation, so Silver Fangs, first among the nation, was our heritage but we have always but we and my family have always believed that it is one thing to inherit a duty it's another to earn it and we have been called the alpha tribe and we do our best to provide leadership to the nation and i think we show it better by doing than by talking that seems to be a disagreement with some of my extended relatives and alexander his family is the children of gaia they are known for being mediators they are answered under their Tribal totem is a wise unicorn who brings peace. My friend, one thing before you continue, and that is very important for you to know, Thomas, that everyone's view of a tribe, whether they are from the inside or talking about another tribe is different. So I wish to stop my colleague and friend from speaking about Mr. Alexander's tribe, not from wishing to stop a galliard talking because that'd be very difficult at the best of times. But everyone has a view of tribes which are not their own that may not be right or may be wrong. I have a an opinion of the Silver Fangs or the Children of Guy, but they are my opinions that I do not want to share to uh, a, a new cub. And 
by the way, I do not have bad opinions about both of you. But the Philodox is watching this just smiling. But I think that, you know, if we are about to talk about the children of Gaia, we should let uh, the uh, Mr. Alexander talk about it because um, there are many, not just thoughts on tribes, but also stereotypes. I'll come on to my tribe when it's my turn, but a load of people think that all my tribe likes to do is drink and eat and uh, have parties. And I am, let's say, not always the most funnest person at the party. I apologize. Didn't not, I hope I would not have given offense. I was simply going to speak of complimentary terms of my fellows and their tribes because all of us, we don't choose our families. They were born to them. This is, and all of the tribes have done great things for Gaia. But he is, but our, but he is correct. I should let those who are of the tribe speak of the tribe. So if you would like to help Thomas by telling him about your own families, please do so. You are far more knowledgeable than I. Well, uh, the Philodox is just watching this whole thing, just smiling. You guys are taking my job away from me. Stop it. But no, I, as appreciative as I am with uh, my friend Silverfang over here, uh, he, you do have a point. And uh, I can definitely see that your joy of uh, eloquence is uh, something that we're going to be blessed with. And it's going to be great. So keep it going, buddy. So I, I look back at everyone and just, just go, yes, he's right. Um, I'm a child of Gaia. So we are, uh, we are peacemakers. We forge alliances or try to at the best of times. I just look at him and, and uh, look back for, uh, for a full moon. You are very level-headed. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, I look back at uh, TJ and just go, we, uh, we all have our own strengths, our own bags, our own wars with each other, things that we need to learn to get over. So starting you out on the best page possible with our opinions of ourselves, I think is the best one. My tribe is not perfect. Far from it. Far from it. We have so much potential of trying to bring people together, but we fail. And I don't want that to be what you think my tribe is. If anything, I try to live my tribe's ethos of kindness, patience, tolerance, but I center that with judgment, like we all should. You don't judge a tribe by the acts of one wolf, nor do you judge a spirit by the acts of uh, their intentions. So just know that going forward, judge us by our actions, not by what you think or what others think of our tribes. We all have made plenty of mistakes. We're here to rectify that. But all you need to know about me and my tribe, my kin, and as we follow great uh, unicorn and her shadow, black unicorn, we will do what's best in our in our interests and in, in the interests of the of our endeavor here. That I have no doubt. I just Wait, I. Are, are unicorns real too? Oh, they are. They're fantastic. We, I have so much talk. And I'm just like seeing there like rubbing what my, what my grandmother just gave me. And then just like, like you, you see the, uh, uh, the tension kind of die down in him because it's something he wants to talk about. He's like, oh no, yeah. Oh, after this is over, whenever we have downtime, totally. I will tell there's so much to talk about about unicorn. He is, she is, well, it's kind of both, but they're fantastic. Yes, I should. It- I should let you know that any idea that humans have ever had or human or wolf has ever dreamed up here in the Umbra, it's real. And it can be quite real enough. So in Unicorn as a spirit became powerful enough to patronize and patronize a tribe and the children of Gaia chose Unicorn and or Unicorn chose them. Often it's not clear how the, the, the whether it was the totem of the tribe that chose it. I know I am one of Falcon's chosen and I'm proud of it. Falcon is a spirit who flies high and inspires us all with his example. Uh, Zach, I believe yours is Stag? 
and he and speaks of the winds is one of rat's children and if, as i said every tribe has its patron so perhaps speaks of the wind would like to enlighten our friend about your about your family my tribe are bonars that's rat's children uh, rat's greatest strength is he takes in those who others have a hard time seeing their worth. So rats children are very varied in their talents. Uh, they also don't mind eating things other people would not. Thomas, just for your information, a lot of werewolves don't pride, pride themselves on not being city dwellers, but the bonars and the glasswalkers are explicitly and often found exclusively in cities and in other large settlements. A lot of uh, Guru find themselves more comfortable outside of the bounds of, of civilization. But those two tribes in particular make their home among men. We survive in both environments, but uh, we don't have trouble finding places to live in the city either. When Edward's not speaking, he does reach up and stroke the back feathers of the of the Korax if the Korax would let him. He, he will. And the Korax, what he does is he sort of fluffs up his feather beard as he's looking to TJ. You spiritual person, TJ? Uh, I, Your faith? I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's not like we went to church or anything. We celebrated Christmas. Does that count? That's actually a good place to start. You know, when I'm not looking like this, I'm actually a, a Hasidic Jew. I know that seems kind of weird, but that's part of my mortal seeming. And maybe that'll give some perspective. You see, this is a very interesting place here in the Umbra, and we are very interesting people for the way we fit into this. Our belief is real. We have gods and goddesses. We call them spirits. But it's that sort of relationship, that sort of dedication. We share them. He looks over at Edward and to Zach and Alexander and speaks with Wind. We all have different spirits, but they're all part of the same team for all intents and purposes. My people... Well, I don't want to get too far into all the goofy things that want to sidetrack you, but I could spend hours telling you all about how we're made and not born, but that's, we'll talk about that later. And he sort of clicks his beak. Raven watches all, and he works for the sun, ensuring that all of us are aware of the secrets that are out there. When we are united, nothing can stop us. So take a moment and think about where you are, this place and the people you're with, your ragabash. You question, that's a good place to start. My people have many things in common with yours. Little leftover piece of when Lady Luna the Moon used to have us under her control before beloved Helios the Radiance took us. He sort of just sort of hops forward and flutters over to TJ and perches on his shoulder. Did they teach you any gifts? Um, I mean, I've always kind of been good with people and that just one kind of, uh, kind of happened and it got better and, and I can open stuff open stuff yeah like locks and i you know, can just kind of open them i don't i don't need tools anymore ah good good you just learned that or was that something that was taught to you uh so when i was at my uncle's they kind of there i i i, I there was there's voices I, I i can't really know how to explain it it just kind of happened like i heard stuff it said do this and i did it and it happened i i I, I'm not quite sure how to. Where our theurge can enlighten him better. Perhaps you would like. Perhaps speaks with wind would like to explain how we learn the gifts of the spirits. Spirit spoke to him and instructed him on some gifts. You learned a blessing of the spirits, and now you can function without mechanical objects. All of our gifts are 
the, the abilities of the guru to do things that are beyond that are supernatural are part of our spiritual heritage they say that guru are half man and half spirit this is why we treat the spirits as our honored cousins and we can learn their gifts and abilities an elephant once taught me how to remember things i'm not quite sure how elephants got associated with this particular gift or power but with it i can have perfect recall of just about anything that i've ever experienced but learning of gifts is their gifts and their gifts of our spiritual heritage for which we must be grateful and for which we must be appreciative of the spirits who are willing to teach us because quite quite often you know the spirit will only teach you something if it wants you to learn it or you know if you have a very good theurge that can try and strike a bargain for you we were talking about tribes and um i'm conscious that i uh i moved on to the child of gaia leaving only the stereotypical opinion of the fiana rather than the actual one that i have but i wish to before i explain about the fiana um say that it's mighty kind of our father ducks to say that i'm level-headed trust me if you'd have met me a couple of years ago then you would not be thinking me level-headed at all it took quite a long time in the military academy for me to learn how to control that which guy gave me so uh, i take it that um your kind words need to go to my tutors at the military academy not so myself sir i, I will leave with a an opinion of the fianna for you our new cub we well we're descended from irishmen me i'm a pure blue-blooded american from texas but the fianna we believe in three things hospitality to others you know being generous to others making sure that you know we share whether it be drink or food or just company and then we respect bravery there's a not just running into battle bravery but you know if you barely know who you are and you're standing in front of those elders out there who have experienced that you know the five of us we we can't even begin to understand that's brave and you know i tip my hat to you but that is the fianna that's what we do and with the exception of me they throw good parties i don't really but i think you've got a good impression but i think we have the rest of us have a bigger question as uh, and i apologize if i do not understand do you know which tribe you are from sir no not at all uh, uh I, I as far as i know my parents weren't uh a garu um and if my you know, uncle and them didn't if they knew they didn't tell me they just um i i i don't know if that's a thing that that that, that you can be like kinfolk or whatever and not know um or like if you could be more than one i don't i i i don't really quite get how that kind of works so it's generally not the case um usually you're kin to one tribe particularly if the blood is strong in your line but you can certainly be kinfolk to tribe and not know it and none of us are necessarily born knowing what tribe we are from i think speaks with men might be able to help you with that because the totem may leave its mark upon you especially if you were blessed with a kinfetch by an elder of your tribe when you were born 
they may have left a spiritual mark upon you that a uh, wise that a canny theurge can read and maybe we can tell that and it's entirely possible that after we complete your rite of passage that your totem will reveal itself to you and induct you into the tribe i know i met with falcon after my rite of passage was complete and he informed me of his acceptance so perhaps your totem will do the same you are all standing in the in the glade still. The sun has slowly gone down. What's very interesting in the Umbra is both the sun and the moon are always present in one form or another. There's an extra sort of light that permeates the Umbra with them both being present. But this moon is starting to rise in the glory of Luna's essence. And it is a full moon. The moon rises. You all are kind of bathed in the light of the moon. You feel your rage kind of building up inside you as the moon rays touch you. And then from behind you, a silvery wolf, pure like silvery coat speaks. And she says, it is in some ways a myth. And she's still in lupus and she's speaking as if she was in Hamid form. It's something of a myth that tribes are something you are born into. You can choose a tribe. You can be welcomed into a tribe. You are not of the tribe simply because you are born to members of that tribe. The spirits accept you. The people must accept you. And she, as she is speaking, she starts to transform into a beautiful, white, uh, very pale woman with long white hair. And she seems very ethereal. Matt speaks with wind, recognizes her as a spirit immediately. She is a loon. She is a spirit of the light of the moon itself. And it's very odd to be spoken to directly by one of these types of spirits. The, the Korax immediately flutters down and bows his head in reverence. Yeah, the ethereal being who clearly looks like she's made of moonlight. I don't care if she is a moon, is Luna, or isn't a representative of her. Bow. Yeah. Everyone shall have it. I'll kneel down also. TJ, how do you react? I'm just kind of looking around like at them all bowing and just uh, not quite understanding what's going on here. I will bow politely, but not as not as deeply as some of my colleagues. Sure. But I will I will show respect, but I will not show subservience. TJ will feel a peck at his foot. Bow down. Ow! And kind of nods. Why? Why are we? Why are we bowing? I just look over him, just like, like really quietly, just bow down. Just bow down. As they're telling you this, she steps up to you and she touches your face and she simply says, "There is no need to bow to me. I am a simple spirit sent by Luna herself to speak briefly to you all." I will straighten up and be immediately paying rapt attention. You are all special as you have been told as you know i was attracted here by speaks with winds nature called to me and i recognized who i was sitting alongside being alongside listening to the stories that you were telling to this young tj you will have a choice of many tribes to join seek them out speak to members of each of them before you choose i speak for the great spirits now you will still collect renown, and you may join a tribe at a higher rank than normal if you collect enough. Though you will be called a cub, the spirits will not speak to you as such. And she kind of dissolves into the moonlight. Dove immediately croaks up. That's a great honor, looking to TJ. That's incredible. You have seen with favor by Lady Luna. I don't know if the impact truly hits, but take it from what we all think of this. This is very special and something to take deep. 
okay. Luna, to understand why the significance of this TJ, all werewolves revere Luna. She is the source of our rage. She is the source of much of our power. She is our patron. If each of our tribes has a totem, Luna patronizes us all, all of us. Her shifting face is what defines our auspices. And her role, she stands above and over all the totems of the nation. She is, in a re very real sense, our patron goddess. And one of her emissaries has declared you blessed. That sounds like a pretty sweet deal. It's very sweet. At that moment, the elders from the sept return to the stone circle that you are standing within. The fountain that's in the center of the circle erupts in a set of streams that fly in different directions. Controlled. It's not out of control. It's just these little, those spout sort of uh, things that come from fountains. Uh, it's just out of the blue. And as that happens, the entire glade is basked in moonlight. Winslow speaks and he says, Guru, it is time for the rites that we spoke of. We will now dedicate talismans to you so you may carry them with you when you change forms. You may set aside a, a set of clothing as one object and then one other or maybe two other objects. Mechanically, it's how many points of gnosis you have or how many things you can have dedicated to you. Assume that you have anything that you would like to have dedicated to you up to that point. They walk through this ritual fairly quickly and each of your items is blessed in this ritual. And then you are allowed to shift with them on you. And this is a ritual that can be done again in the future if you would like to change the things that you have dedicated to you. I wanted to hand wave this for all of you. Now let's talk about the rite of the totem. The elders have made a paste of tobacco, mugwort, and spit. <laughs> that they have put into a large silver bowl. Do we have to spit in it too? No. What they are going to do with it though, is they're going to paint each of your eyes with this material. And it feels gross, but it starts to cause you to see things out of the corners of your eyes. And a few moments after the rite has been enacted, you see a literal golden road appear, moving out from the center of the standing stones, out deep, through the grass, through the trees, going far, far into the distance. And the right master, Maria, she turns to you and she says, I am the master of this right. The spirits hear us. Travel along this path. I will follow behind you. Seek and you will find. And so our quest begins, Edward says, stepping forward on the path and heading that direction. The Korax takes off. He flutters around. Sometimes he flies a little bit ahead before sometimes he flies back. But generally, he's just circling the group of Garu, particularly speaks with wind. Matt, are you? tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Are you just walking along this path? Are you doing anything in particular beforehand? No way. I'm walking along, eyes open, left and right. This is, this is extremely important, and I don't want to upset any spirits along the way. I'd like you to make a perception and alertness roll for me. Difficulty six. Being a, a Corex and, and having more of a bird's eye view, if there's any assistance I can grant spirit, uh, speaks with wind, of course I will do so. That's a good point. You... I got four successes. Dove, can you make a, um, a perception and alertness roll as well for me, please? In case this does go out on the podcast, I think it is relevant to note that on 12 dice with difficulty four, 
the total number of successes was zero. So what happens is a fan materializes and I just fly into it. <laughs> <laughs> what actually happens is um, Sunset Sword <laughs> is, uh, is kind of so focused on following the Garu's trail and keeping an eye on them that you don't notice any of the things on the edges. You're just focused on, I, I need to keep an eye on these guys and make sure that I'm, I'm protecting them. I will gotcha. also be looking around, but I don't know what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at everything and being like, what the fuck is that? What is that? Uh, I, I, what? Even things that are, that are, that are common and, and are supposed to be there. Cause he doesn't know they're supposed to be there. And he thinks it's, it's all very confusing to him. That makes sense. Okay. So everyone, except for your birdie friend are in Hamid. So you're all walking along this road and speaks with wind is taking point looking here and there and you notice that spirits follow you along this entire path there are spirits of of the um, the wilderness birds deer rabbits all of these seem to be like hopping up to the path but not staying for long but they seem particularly attracted to speaks with wind and this wind kind of follows you along this trail and I, after a good i was gonna say to, at some point to speaks with wind after we've been on this trail for a little bit i can see how you came to earn your name that's true uh i'm speaks with wind uh not particularly long wind though speaks with wind what are we looking for so we might better find it i think we're looking for a totem to attune to ourselves no i know that but what are we looking for in terms of evidence of the totems passing they'll let us know usually um a smaller spirit will come and speak to us I believe. This is my first time doing this. I believe that, Zach, you'd mentioned that you'd been with a pack before. How did this go the last time you did this right? We didn't have a pack totem back then. So it was a pack formed to for our final rite of passage. And I stayed with them for a small while until, as things do, they got moved to other seps for places where they could do their own particular jobs better so no pack totem for me so this is also my first time i just look back at the entire group and looks back speaks the wind i trust you if this is where we go we go i, be I believe the greater spirit will reveal themselves to us as right. you're having this conversation act speaks with wind uh notices some small footprints in the earth next to the pathway and there's a scent at one point walking along before this a small rat or yeah small rat leaps into speaks with wind's pocket and just kind of nestles in there you see these footprints there's a strong scent that you're unfamiliar with that you've never smelled before but it's this musky earthen scent almost like mushroom stew and you see these prints these very undefined prints head off into the deep wilderness 